Off to my side, you can probably see picture boards. Picture boards that have so many pictures on them. Kind of the, the ones that you would see at a funeral. As families grab a collection of pictures all throughout a person's life that highlight the moments, the joys, the celebrations, that highlight the family and the connections and the accomplishments that this person has been able to be a part of throughout their life. Maybe you too have made picture boards throughout your life. We probably don't think about making picture boards while we're still living. But if you were to think about, if you did, what would be the pictures that you would choose? What would be those moments from your own life that are particularly poignant, memorable, meaningful, that sort of capture who you are, who you see yourself as, the things that you have rejoiced over, the things that you have felt good about, proud, uh, the things that have shaped who you are today. Do you think all of those pictures that you choose would be happy, joyous ones? Or would you choose any serious, sad pictures or pictures from a time in your life that you didn't know how it was going to turn out? where there was a little uncertainty, where you didn't really quite know what the path ahead of you fully looked like. I think sometimes we forget that our life is full of ups and downs. It's full of lots of mountain highs, but there are a lot of valley lows too, and everything in between. And sometimes the hard part is, especially when we're walking through those valley lows, is to see them as anything other than pain, anything other than hard, difficult times in which we feel alone, in which we feel as if there is no hope ahead of us. And yet, over the course of one's life, Chances are you might be able to look back and see some of those times of your life in a different way, from a different perspective. And you might be able to see how they changed you in some way. They made you stronger or they brought you to a different place, a different experience. You met someone that you might not have met had you not gone through that experience in your life. I think sometimes we... We think that all the bad in our life happens as a result of someone, something. And we look for who to blame. And it's so easy to blame God. It's so easy to to try and blame our parents or whoever we can at whatever we're dealing with. Whatever within us that is longing for healing in our lives. Off to this side is a picture of an architectural drawing. You've probably seen it a thousand times by now. It's a picture of what we once dreamed could be in the backyard at the CTK campus. A place where people could just dwell in God's creation, the beauty of it all, be together with our partners near and far, just 
able to worship and give thanks to God, able to have food together, able to laugh and play where kids would have a playground to run around on and enjoy. And all of those things were put into the plans. All of that hard work was planned over and thought about, prayed over, um, money given to support it. And our backyard team has helped to make all of that come to be with all of our uh, construction workers and um, people who have helped to make that a reality. And I don't know about you, but it's really hard for my eyes, my brain, to be able to see what could be and to put it on a paper, to put it into a drawing, to be able to see what could be. And this, this has come to be. It's not yet done, but you know what? So many things in our life aren't ever 100% ever finished. There's always something that is still yet to take shape, to take form, to fully be finished. Always ways that you keep adding on to it based on new visions, new dreams, new realities, new needs. And so while the largest portion of this backyard project has now come to be, which we will bless and give thanks for and start to utilize this weekend, it's also one that's going to keep on taking shape. It's going to keep on taking shape when people are able to be fully using that space. Probably especially when um, it's warm and sunny again and everything is in full bloom, the grasses, everything that has been planted, and, and that we will give thanks for and celebrate too. I don't know about you, but I know in my life, when I try to look ahead at what things could look like, of where I should go, of what the way is ahead of me, this is what I see. I see a blank board. I don't see one as nice and fancy as the architectural one that's all laid out to great detail and scale. And I don't see picture boards either. I don't see picture boards of great detail in what is yet to come, of the people that might be a part of it, of the places that I might have been able to reach in my life, of the ways in which I might have been able to find connection when I hadn't even anticipated it. I can't see the ways in which the hurts of the present or the past have brought healing to my life. In our gospel for today, it is a great story. It's the story of Bartimaeus. And I immediately think of this song that I learned as a kid. It goes like this. Blind man sits by the road and he cries. Blind man sits by the road and he cries. Blind man sits by the road and he cries. He cries, oh, show me the way. Show me the truth. Show me the life, the way to go home. Second verse changes the blind man to we. We all sit by the road and we cry. 
And then when we get to the third verse, we go from we to Jesus, sitting by the road and crying. Only the words that he is crying is, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life, I'm the way to go home. It's a great image for us to think about. Whether we have physical sight or not, we so often are searching. We're searching for the way. We're searching to know what to do. We're searching to make the right decision. We're searching for who it is that we follow. And sometimes the answers to all of those questions can be right in front of us. And yet, we can't fully perceive it. We can't fully see it with our minds or hear it with our ears or feel it within our heart. And things start to just look like a blank canvas in front of us. And then we have the scriptures in which Jesus comes to us and reminds us once again of what it is that he's been telling us all along. You might check out the rest of chapter 10. We heard this passage a couple weeks ago about this rich man who comes to Jesus and they start talking about eternal life and how to receive eternal life. And uh, Jesus talks about how he tells the man to go and sell everything that he has. And this rich man... <laughs> heavy with the weight of all of that, not even being able to comprehend it, kind of starts to walk away, unsure of how it's even possible. And Jesus' last words there are, with God, everything is possible. And then here we meet Bartimaeus, this man who is blind, who is unable to see. And as the story starts out, everyone's on the road. They're walking from where they were to where they're going. This road of life that we're all walking, except for Bartimaeus, he's not able to because he can't know where he's at or where he needs to go. He is dependent upon others to help him. And because of all of those things, he's also probably on the outside of every aspect of society. Not able to have a job, not able to provide for a family. And so he has to rely on the help from others. And the only thing that he has is the coat on his back. The coat that's able to give him warmth and protection, shelter at times. The coat on his back that is his only means of material wealth. It is what he is able to use to collect money in as he begs for help. It is also the only symbol of status and power that he has. And even though all the voices of the crowds would try to silence him and shush him, to ignore him, to not take time for him, he perceives when Jesus is close. And he knows the gift 
that Jesus is able to bring. He knows the healing that is possible through Jesus. And so he cries out all the more persistently, fervently, proclaiming who he sees Jesus to be. And then you know what happens. What happens is healing within himself. Not because Jesus even really does anything, but because this man believes it for himself. All throughout the Gospels, you hear about how Jesus' coat or cloak or robe has so much power. When you touch it, people are healed. People would put their own coats down in the road as a way to honor and respect Jesus. For this man who has only the coat on his back, as soon as he hears Jesus' words, what does he do? He leaves it behind and he goes rushing toward Jesus. Because immediately he perceives what Jesus has given to him. Not only the words from his mouth, but so much more. So much more than sight, Jesus has given to him life. Jesus has shown him the way and the truth. All of these things in our life can leave us a little uncertain at times not knowing what the future will look like, not always knowing the path we should take, sometimes not fully even knowing whether or not the dreams that we have will ever come to be, sometimes also wrestling with the things within us that we wish were different, the healing that we long for for ourselves, that we long for for those around us, the healing that we long for for our world. And sometimes we might not always even know what to pray, the words to say. And they're simple. Show me the way. Because we can trust that as soon as we say those words, Jesus is already present with us. And so all we need to do is trust that so that we can hear and be able to perceive what that all means when we follow Jesus with our whole lives, with our whole selves, with everything that we have. We'll have life that we couldn't even imagine possible. Amen.